Blog Talk Radio. Absolutely true. 
But the message translation kind of rewords it. The message translation, how Solomon said, here's what I want. Give me a God-listening heart so I can lead your people well, right? That's what it says. Give me a God-listening heart. And whenever, whenever I think, whenever I think personally about worship, I think about a warship, right? W-O-R is worship. But I think war, W-A-R-ship. I mean, a lot of different ships, relationship, fellowship, entrepreneurship. You know, you can go on and on with all the ships. But in order to get to the depth of real worship, I think there is a warship where we literally have to fight and struggle and beat beyond what uh, what we call false gods. Uh, and actually, Ed Gray has an acronym for false gods. I'm going to try to do it slow if you want to type it. But, but he, he says that false gods uh, are all of these things that we get beyond. And I think that the challenge to real worship daily you know, beyond the Sunday morning songs and beyond the revival and beyond your personal devotional is that we have all of these false gods that inundate us and it's when you can get when you can get by. And when I say get by, I mean live without committing to live without engaging in these false gods that real worship takes place. So you gotta go to war first. And and these false gods, false gods, F A L S E G O D S. False gods, fear, fornication, laziness, and lavishness. I like to call it lavishness when you try to over overspend on things you don't really need, right? A fear, fornication, anger, and adultery, laziness, and lavishness, sloth, envy, greed, guilt, overindulgence, desire, despair, and sin. And like those are all the false gods. You just have to do the replay. Look, just click and replay it again because those are the things that stop us from living a life of worship and just leaving worship for the Sunday morning event. Here's what's great about worship. Worship is the most intimate place you can be with God. It's you and God together. Matter of fact, I'm not sure you can see it. See the big rectangle? Draw the big rectangle. Y'all see the rectangle, right? Uh, but then inside the rectangle is another rectangle, right? Y'all see it? So it's like a rectangle inside a rectangle. And then at the bottom of the rectangle, there's a small Rectangle that's sideways. So I got a big rectangle, right? I got a large rectangle inside of it. Then I got a small one. That is the image of uh, what we call the tabernacle. So there's an outer gate, there's an inner gate, and then there's the holy of holies, right? Outer gate, inner gate, holy of holies. The holy of holies is the place where people would worship. Here's the key: that in order to get to the worship place, the small box inside the rectangle that's inside the rectangle, you had to go through two gates and beyond the curtain to get there because worship wasn't the easy part. Matter of fact, there's a song where David says, we enter his gates with thanksgiving and we enter his courts with praise. What David was doing was he was talking about this image of the tabernacle where you got to come through one, right? We enter his gate, and then you go through another one, you enter his court. So praise is the easy thing, right? Saying thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God, for what he's done is easy because you can be grateful and still engage in fear and fornication. I can be thankful and still engage in anger and adultery, laziness and uh, and uh, lavishness, sloth, envy, greed, guilt, overindulgence, despair, and sin. You can you can be happy and praise and do that, but it's really hard to see God's face and indulge in those false gods. So the key is sometimes to get beyond the court and the gate and come to that real small. 
As a matter of fact, if you can take all of your friends and say, hey, we're going to worship, here's the key. Everybody can't fit or won't fit in that small box at the same time. Everybody can come into the big court with the praise and the big gate, uh, but that small place of worship is uh, is intended to be a place for you and God. It's probably what Matthew talks about, too. Matthew says, uh, he says, uh, you know, when we pray, we ought to go into our secret closets, and then we talk to God about some things in private, then he blesses us in public. Because worship, real worship, real worship requires us uh, to really be open and receptive to the Spirit in a way that's not ordinary. I know everybody thinks that you're just a worshiper, and I'm not saying you aren't. However, you know, for today's day, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to make it a lifestyle. Not a lifestyle of work, walking around with your hands up and your eyes closed and living faith. You know that church faith that make you look like you're holy, right? No, I don't want to that. You can do that. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, do it. I, I like worship that looks like that. But I'm talking about a lifestyle where uh, when we talk about living a golden life, a life that is above average, that maximizes your potential, it is a life wherein and whereby we understand that God is always present. And not present just to bless us, but present just to be with us. Look, today, some of us may have to check away from our false gods. Today, you've got to kind of look at that list of false gods and figure out which one of those gods has been beating you, standing in front of you, and blocking you from being in real worship. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take a worship to do real worship. But I know you can handle it. I know you can do it. And if nothing else, look, this Monday, you got the rest of the week to get it in. Right? Everybody talking about going in. I'm saying you got to get it in. In order to go in, you got to get in this war. You got to do the fight. You got to understand that we wrestle, you know, not against what's involved, but against spiritual principalities and some places. And if you're up for the fight, then God will grow your faith. If, if you're willing to put in just a little work, uh, then real worship will take place. And let's be clear because, you know, as I'm growing in God, one of the things I'm learning it's really not to put all of the weight on you to do the work in order to get blessed. Uh, so, so if I could end it, I would say this, that while I'm talking about pressing beyond the gate and the court and going beyond the veil to get in the small box, you know, while on the one hand I'm saying deal with your false God, break down the barriers, overcome challenges to get into worship, while all of that is what, you know, what I'm suggesting we can do to live a golden life, let me be clear that at the end of the day, we exist and we make it for God's grace. That it's going to be less about what we do and much more about what God gives us. And God has given us access. That's when Jesus died. Jesus died on the cross, tears down that veil that separated us from getting into worship. So he's done the hard part. You know, he's given us the access. He's granted us permission. He's pulling out the path. How to keep for us is in a very practical way. You know, be intentional about thinking about who God is. That's it. Be intentional about thinking about who God is. And yes, sister, you're, if you can do that, when we do that, you'll see that God has already given us access to above average max potential life. Look, today uh, we want you to worship. Today we want you to live your best life now. David says, I believe to see the good people in land of the living. And like all of us, David was flawed. But God is the opportunity for him to worship. You know, he was a man after God's own heart. Uh, and I think I think if you're listening now live or maybe you're watching on replay, or maybe you're getting this, you know, way after you did the live broadcast, uh, you know now that worship 
is the very thing that gets us close to God. So, God, I thank you, man. I thank you for God, I pray. I pray that we are all at a place where we recognize you in a greater way, that we move towards you. So, in Jesus' name, God, uh, guide and lead us. Give us that wisdom Solomon uh, received that allows us to uh, uh, have a God-listening heart. Uh, we pray uh, this blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. And look, again, again, I really hope, I hope this 